Hello, everybody in podcast land. This is Lennox Esplanade. I'm bringing a new podcast to you for your listening pleasure. Today's topic is a topic that I've been thinking about long and hard. It's a topic that's very important. It's a topic that's dividing our nation. Basically, I'm going to talk about that football league and why I no longer watch their programming. In fact, for the last year, I've stopped watching most sports programming because I believe that most sports programming, the basketball league, the baseball league, and the football league, and especially the college leagues, which I was never really a big fan of at all, are all just exploiting the athletes. From the people who are making millions of dollars to the people who are um, being exploited in college um, as so-called amateurs, yet the colleges that um, they play for are raking in hundreds of millions of dollars in TV contracts, in merchandising sales, in um, concession sales, in um, endorsement deals, um, but yet they are not paying these players and there's so many rules to keep these players so-called amateurs uh, that it is a shame. I used to be a big fan of many of the sport uh, leagues but I have since um, ceased watching when everything first broke out with uh, Colin Kaepernick um, you know I was intrigued I supported what he was doing I understood why he was doing it I liked why he did it I liked the attention that it was drawing to the issues of police brutality of um, the shooting and the excessive violence that is uh, imposed and usually um, inflicted upon unarmed black men and black women and black people in general and it was very necessary I was disappointed with uh, the fan base of many of these sport leagues and of course I was disappointed by the leagues themselves and particularly the football league but really all of them all of them claim 
that they don't want to bring politics into the sport. However, all of them start the sport with politics. They start the sport with the national anthem of the United States of America. They start the sport displaying the flag. They start the sport with a pledge of loyalty um, and a reverence for the country, which is great. But I think them doing that and them not allowing others to do the same even though it may be in the opposite way is ridiculous. Politics is all over these professional sports leagues. But when they deny people their right of expression, it bothers me. If they can, as I mentioned, start the games with politics, a favorable politics towards the United States, they should also allow players to express themselves with concerns about what's going on in the nation. You could say, well, these players are being paid by an employer. That they are. But this is no regular employer. This is not like the job that you and I have where we go to work, we work with a certain group of people, maybe a small group of people, relatively small group of people, who we see regularly every day, who we, you know, don't have mass influence over, and who don't represent uh, a mass audience that is nationwide and that has billions of dollars to spend on our product or within our place of employment. These leagues are often referred to as national pastimes. Um, they receive public funds to build stadiums. They receive tax breaks, tax credits. They receive all kinds of government assistance, especially colleges. These are not normal employers. These are, for all intents and purposes, public companies now, I don't mean public in the sense of they are publicly traded. I mean public in the sense that their reach is is so far and 
so widespread amongst the general public within the United States and worldwide that they are almost owned by American citizens. Again, they're often referred to as national pastimes. Um, they represent various cities, various localities throughout the nation. Um, they often have the military there, which they charge the military to be present and to do their tributes and to be um, on the field and to have their commercials. They charge the military for that. It's not like they're just allowing the military to pay tribute to the United States of America for free because they're patriotic. No, they uh, charge the military just like any other advertiser. And it is the image that they want to portray. They want to portray that they are, as the military is, almost a public service. But yet, there's only room within those sporting leagues for a certain political opinion. When someone else tries to express a different opinion, they do everything that they can do to shut them down. Is that American? I mean, what does it mean truly to be American? Is it American to require someone to act in uniformity with everyone else? Is it American to expect everyone to conform to a certain political exercise? Is it American to expect people to stand or to deny people or to feel uh, bitter or angry or hateful towards someone who does not want to conform to a certain political exercise. Because that's what standing for the national anthem is. It is a political exercise. It's an expression of loyalty. And I'm not saying that people who want to express a different opinion or who kneel uh, or who sit or who do any other activity other than stand don't have loyalty to the United States. In fact, I think they have more loyalty to the United States than those who uh, conform. I And I think the message that uh, people have taken from uh, the act of, act of kneeling um, has been that they are somehow disloyal to the United States. But again, 
what does it mean to truly be loyal as an American? Isn't it more American to embrace different expressions, embrace different opinions, embrace different uh means of expressing love and loyalty for the country isn't it american to draw attention to something that's going on within the country and uh drawing attention to the fact that there is inequality so many people commit crimes Not everybody ends up shot at the point of encountering the police. If you watch some of these shows where real criminals are, you know, police are encountering real criminals. They are apprehended all the time without any police officer taking out his gun or um, shooting anyone running any anybody over with a car um, taking any other form of of uh, lethal force against people it can be done it should be done but somehow there have been a disproportionate amount of people, young black unarmed men, who may have in fact done something wrong or may not have, who encounter police and who end up dead. No one should die because they have committed a crime. And certainly not at the hands of the police. No one should die because they are non-compliant with police. No one should die because they mouth off to the police. I understand that everyone as Americans has to defend themselves, police included. But many of these cases you can see police were under no real threat. And even when police have been under threat, they many police have still managed to, ha <coughs> to handle the threat without killing the person that they were trying to apprehend or the person that they engaged in a physical conflict with. But somehow, bringing attention to that through a peaceful act of kneeling or doing something other than what everybody else is doing, standing up, putting your hand over your heart, taking your hat off, and all the um, things that we do to show respect for the flag and for our nation, um, anything else other than that is somehow 
treason, it seems like, to some. And the reality is, it's not. Killing unarmed black men, young men, any man or woman, any citizen, is un-American. Especially in the instance where police are not facing true life-threatening circumstances. I don't know what your political persuasion is. I don't know if you're white, black, Hispanic, European, Irish, from the Sudan, Ethiopia, Puerto Rico, wherever you may be from. This is not necessarily a black and white issue. This is addressed certainly in terms of black and white. Unfortunately, because that is the framework that America has built itself on. That is the structure that America put in place. Uh, European Americans put those structures and those labels and those institutions of racism and ethnicity in place for a specific purpose to divide. But this is a human issue. This isn't uh, a situation where only black people should be concerned about what's happening when someone who does not have the same capability to deliver lethal force is killed by someone with that capability who used it either prematurely or excessively or without any good cause. Now, when you get into a physical confrontation with someone, Everybody experiences fear. There's no one, I don't think, that doesn't experience fear. You know you're about to have a physical confrontation. You don't know what is about to occur. You don't know what that, you know, person can do. Sometimes you can misjudge the person based on size. You can misjudge the person based on their temperament. You know, anything can become a weapon in a physical confrontation. Obviously, police officers have weapons with them often when they're engaged in physical confrontations. They, they walk around every day, even when they're not. They have weapons with them. They may have uh, pepper spray. They may have a baton or some kind of heavy stick. Obviously, they may have a taser, and most of them carry a firearm. So, 
yeah, when they're about to get into a confrontation, many some some of them may feel threatened. You know, they may be afraid. Uh, they understand that they uh, possess weapons, and maybe they're scared that someone is going to uh, disarm them and use their own weapon against them. It does happen very rarely, but it does happen. Um, one time is too many if it happens. But police receive a lot of training, a lot of uh, combat training and weapons training. They generally have the upper hand, I would say, which is why a lot of them do engage and are not um, slow to engage with people because they do have a lot of advantage. But too often, lethal force is the first thing that people go to. with always the claim that they were afraid for their life. I have seen many altercations between citizens and police. And I have seen the police prevail. Even one officer on one citizen, I've seen the police prevail in apprehending people without the use of lethal force without even drawing their weapon without even unholstering the weapon or unlatching the holster people do it all the time police do it all the time People are scrapping with police officers, wrestling with them on the ground. P police can apprehend someone, can engage and do engage people without killing them all the time. So when you see these videos, when you hear of these cases where lethal force was used and you see that it was unnecessary or you ask yourself could something else have been done prior to the use of lethal force and the answer is yes then it just feels wrong to know that other alternatives were not employed and lethal force was employed prematurely. I'm not someone who is against the use of lethal force. There have been plenty of times where I've seen engagements where I would say, you know what? 
Yes, I can see where lethal force was necessary. But in many of the cases that caused people to kneel for the national anthem in protest of inequality in America, in a society where we are supposed to be equal and is supposed to guarantee us equality, especially in treatment by the state, i.e. the police and other uh, state offices that are meant to serve us. This is not a, a disrespect to the country or to the flag. This is a call to America and to its citizens to say, this is not what America stands for. And we should say something about it. And no one should accept this type of treatment and everyone should be against this type of treatment y'all this is my first podcast so I hope you forgive me that it's unorganized and um, basically off the top of my head some of my thoughts may may not be articulated very well. But I hope you get my point that these leagues are hypocritical when they request that a certain form of politics shouldn't be expressed and should be left out of the game and their form of politics is the only acceptable form when oftentimes that endorsed form of politics is totally not what America is about Yes, do I think Americans, we have to stand together? Yes, I do. But I believe that America is strongest when we respect the differences that we have and we embrace those differences and we allow each other the freedom to believe, act, and do, and say as we so desire within, you know, legal parameters. That not it strange to you or isn't it significant to you that the First Amendment of the Bill of Rights is the freedom of speech, the freedom of religion, the freedom of the press, the right to assemble, It wasn't so that we could all do the same thing. That's what they do in Russia. That's what they do in North Korea. 
That's what they do in China. That's what they do in places that uh, do not respect freedom. They expect uniformity. They they expect hard collectivism. They do not respect individuality. They do not respect the right of people to stand out. And that's what America is all about. So it's not un-American to express a different opinion in celebration of our country. It's actually more American to express a different opinion. And it's even more American for that opinion to be embraced or at least the right for someone to express a different opinion to be embraced. That is the most American thing that someone could do. But these leagues, that football league, that basketball league, that baseball league, those college teams, they're not protesting because they care about patriotism. They're not resisting certain expressions because they care about patriotism. They're resisting certain expressions because the people that buy their product, the people that support their product have prejudices against the people who are expressing a different political opinion. Let me say that again in a different way. Those leagues and those colleges are not regulating political behavior because they disagree or even care about politics or political behavior or nationalism or patriotism or love of country or anything. They are simply trying to regulate political expression from their players because the people, the majority of people who buy their product and support their leagues have prejudices against the things that are being expressed and the people that are expressing them. That's it. It's about money. If people didn't have those prejudices, they wouldn't care. But they do. And that's the only reason that these leagues are trying to regulate it. It's all about money. It's a shame that the fan base 
of many of these leagues and many of these sport uh, sporting teams and colleges have those prejudices. It's a shame that people don't see this as a human issue that someone who's unarmed, someone who uh, spoke defiantly to a law enforcement officer ended up dying when there were plenty of alternatives uh, to the use of lethal force. It's a shame that they don't see this. But let this happen to them. <laughs> let the police be rude to them. Let the police employ the same tactics on them. Then they'll be, how dare you? How could you? I'm an American citizen and I, you know, I have the right to do this and I have the right to do that. They wouldn't stand for this treatment either. And for people to turn a blind eye to the treatment that some human beings and some citizens of the United States are receiving by the very people who are paid by them and charged to protect and serve them is ridiculous. You could say... Well, these people are getting paid millions of dollars. They should leave their politics aside. No, they shouldn't. This game is being broadcast on every major network in the United States of America. Is it a private institution? Yes. Some of these leagues are private, not-for-profit institutions. Get that not-for-profit. That football league... I'm not sure about the baseball and basketball, but I know the football league is a not-for-profit organization. Even though they rake in billions of dollars and plenty of money is being made, they are actually a not-for-profit organization. But, the, but everyone wants to say, well, these players are making millions of dollars. They should just shut up. They're getting overpaid anyway. Well, if they're overpaid, whose fault is that? It's the very people who are complaining about how much those people are getting paid. It's your fault. Because you're the one sitting in front of the television screen watching. You're the one purchasing the products, wearing the jerseys. You're the one going to the games. You're the one buying the uh, season ticket so you can see every game. You're the one listening to all the sports shows, all the supplemental shows after the game and before the game. It's your fault. You're spending that money. 
You're tuning into that broadcast. And if you don't like it, turn it off. But it's a shame that you can't see that people who are being treated unfairly, unjustly, and differently than other people deserve the right to draw attention to that issue and have people stand with them and say, this should not happen to human beings or to American citizens or to anyone. But you, since your prejudice doesn't allow you to say that and to think that way, now you have to turn someone else's flashlight on injustice into something wrong and treasonous and unpatriotic and ungrateful. If you think those players are paid too, too much, stop watching the games. Stop buying the merchandise. Stop going to the game. Stop watching the other networks that support these games. It's your fault that they make too much. And if you could do what they did, what they do, you'd want to do it too. It looks so much easier than it, it actually is. And most people can't do what's being done, what they're watching. If you had the chance to make millions of dollars having fun and doing what you love to do, you'd do it too. But should you have to compromise your freedom of expression, your freedom of speech? Should you have to be labeled as a traitor and as unpatriotic? No. And those leagues... The professional ones, well, they're all professional, and the college ones, all of them, making billions and millions of dollars, they should stand up for what's right. They want to tout uh, the values of America, they should stand up for equality. They want to talk about the, the people who fought and died, they should stand up for equality. Because they went over and fought someone who wouldn't let their people have freedom. If you want to celebrate the people who went and fought for freedom, then you have to give your own people freedom. And you have to respect your own people's right to freedom. And freedom doesn't mean I have to do everything other citizens expect me to do. 
I don't have to engage in the same rituals to show loyalty to my country. If I don't want to engage in those rituals, that's my right as an American citizen. And I won't engage in those rituals. If I do, I do. If I don't, I shouldn't have to. Well, we've come to the end of my first episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I would love to hear back from you what you think. And um, until next time, this is Lennox Esplanade. Thank you.